0: Hello and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own season, we bring to you Career Talk with OG.
1: Hello, podcast community. Happy New Year. You know, as I'm recording this, it is January 2nd, and so I want to wish you a kick Bud 2022. I also hope that you had a beautiful, relaxing uh, Christmas holiday season with your loved one, with your friends, or whatever it is that you did, and that uh, you are recharged and ready to take on 2022. Um, I also want to thank uh, all of you for just uh, helping us uh, complete Season 1 of Career Talk with OG. And this episode is the first episode of Season 2. You know, when we started Career Talk with OG, we had no idea where this would take us. And I recently was looking at some of our statistics, and I'm blown away that Career Talk with OG today is now... Uh, being listened in twenty countries, uh, countries like Tunisia, Spain, Finland, Canada, Russia, Colombia, Mexico, Panama, um, Switzerland, Bulgaria, Portugal, Sweden, the, the Netherlands, Uruguay, Australia, India. I, I it's just, it's incredible. It, it is truly, truly. I had no idea that it would just continue to grow the way it has. Also, in uh, it, it, the we we now have listeners at. Both ends of the age spectrum. On one end, we have listeners that are zero to 17. So I don't know, maybe mom and dad have little, you know, little junior or someone with their headphones uh, listening to Career Talk with OG or maybe it's a high school student uh, listening to it. And on the very other end of the spectrum, we have baby boomers. So welcome, folks, uh, to Career Talk with OG. Uh, Still, by far, the bulk of our listeners are the oldest of the Gen Zs and the youngest of the millennials. So uh, again, thank you, everyone, for um, helping us grow Career Talk with OG, for building this uh, awesome community. Uh, Please, you know, share this podcast with others. And also, when you get a chance, leave us a a review. Well, like I said, I'm recording this on January 2nd, 2022. And today is World Introvert Day. An idea we had a day okay i mean i'm i'm just living in my own world here you know, as an introvert and so what i decided to do is um and on our world introvert day those of you that are introverts i want to give you some tips on um on how to become a public uh speaker um one of the one of the things uh, one of the questions that i oftentimes get asked uh frequently is oscar how is it that you can you went from an introvert to an international uh, speaker. They're, they're, they just don't believe it, right? It's, or, or it's hard for them to believe because we have this misconception that anyone that does public speaking is an extrovert, and that's not true, folks. That is absolutely not true. So here's the thing, okay? If you want to, if you're an introvert and you want to do public speaking, one of the things that you need to do, just very basic, is you need to get out of your comfort zone. Lots of times, folks. You need to get out of your comfort zone lots of times. Let me repeat it one more time. You need to get out of your comfort zone lots of times. Okay. Now, the key to public speaking is, again, your willingness to get out of your comfort zone. Not once, but hundreds of times. How many times do I need to say this, folks? Okay. Over the last four years, I've averaged 100 speaking gigs a year. In 2021, I did 130 speaking gigs. That's 130 times that I stretch my comfort zone. And in these last two years, because of the pandemic, quite frankly, it's been even more challenging for me as an introvert to do uh, public speaking because it's virtual. And most of the time, people have their cameras turned off, right? I always see a little black square with the name. And it, it's, it's just, it's hard, right, uh, to, to engage. You don't see people. I, I oftentimes, I just feel like I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to the wall, okay? Now, I want you to imagine, uh, imagine this, folks, okay? Imagine that you have a rubber band in your hand, and the shape of the rubber band hasn't been stretched. So it's brand new, okay? Brand new rubber band. The rubber band represents our comfort zone. Each time we stretch the rubber bands, uh, r- the rubber band, the rubber band circumference grows. Stretch the rubber band hundreds of times, and the rubber band circumference will expand. It will never go back to its original uh, size. All right. Now our comfort zone works the same way. Each time we stretch our comfort zone, our comfort zone expands. So how does an introvert become an international speaker? By stretching our comfort zone hundreds of times. I think you've heard me say this plenty of times already. Okay, folks. All right, let me get into some uh, specifics here to help you um, with public speaking. First off, I wanna tell you that us introverts, we make great speakers. And there are three main reasons for this. Number one, we listen more than we speak. We listen more than we speak. We know that God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, and we use them accordingly. What is one of the fundamental things that us humans, uh, a need that we have as humans, is to be understood, to be heard, to be listened to. There are times when people will say to me thanks oscar for listening thanks oscar you know you get me you understand me and it's and i really didn't even say much in that conversation i just did a lot more of the listening number two we focus on the message that we are going to deliver to our audience right we focus on that message we want to add value to others and then number three serving the audience helping other people Um, These are the three reasons why I believe us introverts make great speakers. We listen, we focus on the message, and we serve our audience. Okay, next, I want to talk about self-confidence, building our self-confidence for public speaking. There are five things that we need to do. Number one is embrace fear. Stop running away from here from fear. Stop trying to eliminate fear. No, embrace it, folks. What are you talking about, Oscar? Embracing, that's kind of scary. Yes, it is, folks. It is scary, but we need to train ourselves to embrace fear. Let me give you an example, okay? Imagine your house is on fire and what do you do you run out of your house right run to safety and you call 911 and who shows up the firefighters and what do firefighters do they run into that into your the burning building the burning house think about this we're running away from fear and they're running into it how is that possible it's because that's how they train right they've trained to embrace fear so we need to train to embrace fear as well next we Need to observe other speakers prior to the pandemic, right? You go to a conference, and I would always watch someone before they even went up on stage. You know, as they were being introduced, how they, how they, how they were sitting or standing um, uh, while on stage. You know, how they, they, they spoke. Did they move around from stage? Did they stand behind the podium? Did they sit? You know, they, 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 they jokes or you know their their style or hand gesture, etc. and so forth. I just observe speakers. Also, though, today uh, in the last couple of years, and and uh, it's you know I observe people on webinars. I observe people on webinars, right? Um, I observe uh, speakers whether they're sitting down uh, on on a, on a webinar or if they are standing up. Um, I also observe speakers on social media, how they communicate, what do they post, et cetera, and so forth. You know, if someone says that they're a speaker, are they sharing videos of their talks? What are they doing? I mean, right. Like how are you supposed to get a feel for a speaker or observe them if they're not sharing some of their content and video, right? So again, observe other speakers. Number three, Practice, 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 practice. That goes back to what I said earlier getting out of your comfort zone. Lots of times just practicing, practicing, practicing. Number four, break the damn rules, folks. Okay, yeah, I've I've heard it, I've read it. Where you know you get these tips from um, from these professional speakers, tra- trainers, and I'm not dismissing them. I I really not. I honestly I'm not. They they there is definitely value to um, these speakers, professional speakers uh, and folks. But listen, I also believe that there is value in just being yourself. And not being afraid to break the rules, okay? But I still say, um, okay, I just said it right now. I'm, I'm sure you can go back and count it a gazillion times. I, I I mean, there are times where I write down, I've written down my speech, I've had it in front of me, I've stood behind the podium, you know, all these things. I've looked at my slides behind me, you know, with my back to my audience. Again, just breaking all these rules. But you know what though, folks? My willingness to break those rules and just keep going. Eventually, I get better and better and better, and more confident. And then, lastly, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. The message that you have, your story, is worthy to be told. I, listen, folks, I I'm a you know this about me. I'm a first-generation professional, okay, ESL student turned author, you know, introvert, et cetera, et so I'm not the only introvert in the world. Hello. There's a reason. They didn't call it today Oscar, you know, World Day. It's – and, uh, World Introvert Day, because there's many of us, okay? There's many of first-generation professionals, but I don't give a damn how many there are out there. There's one, oh, there's only one OG. There's only one Oscar Garcia. And so I need to believe in myself. I need to believe in my story and share it and my style, etc., and so forth. And I'm going to connect with some of you, and some of you I'm not. And just like you, you're going to connect with some folks, uh, and you're not going to connect with others. But still, bottom line is believing yourself. So again, the five things you need to do is embrace fear, number two, observe other speakers, number three, practice, number four, break the rules, and number five, believe in yourself. Okay, let's talk about some preparation here uh, for public speaking. Here's what I recommend that you do, and you probably haven't heard this before, but I want you to write your bio of yourself why because it is one of the first steps to write a short little story about yourself you need to be concise uh you're going to be relevant etc and so forth about your career journey uh and also it it just helps you be able to begin storytelling so there are five parts to your bio five parts to your bio first off talk about your position and the company that you work for, okay? Number two, talk about your relevant career journey. What I mean by relevant, the reason why I stress that is because depending on who your audience is, you're going to focus on different parts of your career journey. Like in my case, listen, I don't. my very first job at college was in retail management. I hardly ever talk about that. But there have been times because based on my audience, I felt that that part of my story was going to be relatable to them so again your relevant career journey uh, talk about and list some of your awards and recognition also some of your personality traits and then your why why do you do what you do now in this particular why it's the why what's in it for your audience not your personal why and let me give you the distinction between the two on a personal level the reason why i do what i do like for example this podcast It's because on a personal level, I love helping other people dream bigger. I love inspiring them and I love serving them. But that you don't really care. You want to know what's in it for you. And so my why in terms of what's in it for you is I empower you. So opportunities come to you. That's what I mean by your why. All right. Also. You need to understand there uh, what type of talk you are going to be delivering, lengthwise. For example, is it a three-minute talk? Is it a ten-minute talk? Fifteen, twenty, thirty—you know, an hour, ninety minutes. You know, is it a training that you're doing? Are you delivering a motivational talk? Are you going to be delivering some bad news uh, to folks? Is it going to be a a recap? You know, with a lot of numbers, a lot of data. Or are you gonna be talking about you know the vision for 2022? Understand what type of talk it is that you're gonna be giving. Next, what are the goals and expectations from your talk, both for you personally, but also for your audience? Any call to actions, et cetera, and so forth. What are, what are those goals and expectations? Next, research the topic. I don't care if you're an expert at it. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna tell you something. Many experts stop doing research on their topic because they know it. Like they know it, right? And and so what happens is that I see is is that they stop being relevant and they become super boring, just a bunch of data or information or just the the way they communicate. It just goes over their audience's head. Listen, I know my topic. For example, uh, in terms of providing. Culturally relevant career and leadership training. That I'm constantly learning, observing, reading, listening to new information, different people, because I'm keeping a a pulse on the industry, on my audience, on how things you know people are communicating and so forth. For example, listen, twenty years ago, Chicano was the the phrase okay, and then it was Latino, right, and then Latino, Latina, and then, you know, over the last maybe, what, three or four years, Latinx, right, it's like, I know this, and how I communicate, et cetera, it's like, I'm staying on top of this, and and keeping myself relevant on the topic, so that I can be relevant to my audience, and I can be relatable, next, know your audience, who are you speaking to? I Listen, I have given talks to middle school kids, high school, college, young professionals, middle-aged professionals, folks that are old enough to be my grandparents, okay? Um, uh, know your audience also, uh, gender-wise or ethnicity, writer, industry. Know your audience. Back in 2019, when I first went to Panama to do a series of talks, I... And my team, we did a lot of background research on, um, on, on, on on the groups that I was going to speak to, on the culture, the country, et cetera, and so forth. Next, tell a story. Storytelling is a great way to get your message across and be memorable and impactful. Learn how to tell a story. Now, there are four key structures to your story. This is a credit to Esther Choi. Number one, the journey. What is the journey, right? Of that person or the, uh, the uh, that you're going to be telling. Number two, who is the character or characters? Number three, the authenticity, you being authentic in your story. And number four, is there a call to action? So the journey, character, authenticity, and call to action. Now, I have a um, a quote, but it's also a way, a short story, an example that I want to share with you. And I've shared this on social media. And, and the quote here, my quote is, we all go through crap in life. Crap stinks. But crap can also be the fertilizer to our dreams. The choice is ours. Folks, this is like five sentences here, short sentences. In a way, it's like a short story that I just shared right very impactful very memorable call to action the things that i just mentioned before next let me help you in owning the stage yes you gotta own that damn stage folks okay so here are five tips to own this stage number one is pre-check and when I say, by the way, when I say on the stage, I'm talking about the virtual stage too, okay? I always do with uh, my clients, we always do a pre-run, you know, just checking the uh, technical stuff, and, et cetera, and so forth. So definitely pre-check, make sure you got the technology working, et cetera, and so forth. Number two is what is your persona? Right, and this will come with, with with repetition, and the more talks that you do. But it's what is your persona? For me, I'm I, my persona is is to just is high energy, engaging storytelling, being authentic. I, I just leave it. I, I'm like a boxer, okay, uh, fighting a championship fight, okay, where I just leave it all on the stage all on the ring that's my persona folks okay you're you're gonna walk away you we might you might not agree with my point but you are not gonna forget my energy number three speak from your heart folks speak from your heart people your audience knows when you're speaking from your heart because when you speak from your heart oftentimes you will connect with your audience's heart Engage your audience. And there's different ways to engage your audience. It could be, as I just mentioned earlier, speaking from your heart. It could be, you know, the story and knowing your audience and telling a relevant story. It could be asking for participation from your audience. So engage your audience. And then lastly, the tempo. You know, the flow in which you are going through your your talk, okay? This is something also that I had to learn uh, uh doing the virtual talks because on the one hand um live talks right the engagement etc and so forth is different the timing is different versus um virtual talks i mean a 20 second pause in a live uh uh talk is very impactful. But you do a five second pause when you're virtually speaking, and it's like, it just feels like a minute, right? So you got to understand and learn your tempo. So five tips, again, to own the stage, pre check your persona, speak from the heart, engage the audience and tempo. All right. So what do you do after the talk? So after you give your talk, depending, again, on the type of talk it is that you're doing, all right, you might have a QA and a session. Maybe you save the Q&A for the end, okay? Or maybe you do it in, in between. Again, depends on the type of talk that you're doing. Ask for feedback. I don't care if it's your buddy or whatever. I remember uh, my uh, one of my good buddies, uh, Philip. he participated in the, first webinar that I did um, right after we went into shelter-in-place, and uh, I called him up afterwards to get his feedback, and he was brutally honest. Um, I mean, he said, how'd you think you did? And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. I think I need to work on it. It's like, yeah, dude, you suck. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> Thanks for your honesty. But, hey, get feedback, folks. And then yourself, too, if whenever possible, uh, record your talk and review it all right and just take some time to recharge too as well as an introvert we need to take some time to, to ourselves to recharge so maybe you need to afterwards you binge watch uh for me it's um i shouldn't be alive okay show that i've been binge watching okay but uh again q a feedback review and recharge after your talk so i am going to leave you with this i'm going to give you a 30 day challenge 30 day challenge here, folks, to help you. Okay, because you could be listening to this, but if you don't take any action, it's just going to go in one ear out the, the neck. But hey, the good th- news is that you can always go back and listen to this podcast again over and over and over again. But here's the 30 day challenge I want you to prepare a talk. I don't care how long the talk is, it could be, you know, three minutes long. Number two, and write it down. Okay, uh, number two, practice this talk. Practice looking at yourself in the mirror, practice when you're, um, you know, I don't know, maybe you're working out or, you know, if you're going back into the office on your commute, just practice, practice uh, your talk. And then lastly, number three, video record your talk. You just be yourself, okay? Just put the camera on. Listen, some of you are pros at selfies, okay? What can I do on social media and on Instagram and I can see all your selfies that you're putting, okay? Like, I'm going one day, we're gonna look back at those bathroom selfies, and we're gonna laugh at them okay our 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 grandkids are gonna laugh. we're gonna look at those bathroom selfies that so many of you take like we uh, laugh at those ruffle uh 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 men's dress shirts from the seventies okay so again the thirty eight challenge is prepare your talk, practice your talk, and number three, video record your talk so folks, there you go. You've got some some tips on how to go from an introvert to public public speaking. Okay. I, maybe your goal, and for many of you, you know, your goal is not to be an international public speaker. And that's fine, it doesn't, but if you take these tips that I share with you, they will help you in whatever talk it is that you do in this coming year. And like I said, the more and more you do it, the more comfortable you are going to get. So Thank you folks for joining us. Um also want to let you know that um you know, if you're not subscribed to our email uh, newsletter, please do so. Uh, but um, stay tuned also on, uh, on LinkedIn. I'm going to be posting on uh, January 17th. I'm going to be doing a free Q, career Q&A session via LinkedIn Live to answer your individual uh, career questions. So sign up for that. And uh, it's free, folks. Once again. Thank you. Thank you for your support of Career Talk with OG, for helping us with our incredible growth. Share the podcast with others and leave us a review. Love all of you and have a, again, kick butt 2022. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspidaconsulting.com.